0: We here, we live, You Can't Make This Up podcast, Kev Nash.
1: DJ Killer Kev. Uh, Manager White right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Manager White is in the building. Episode
2: 199th episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. <laughs> Proud of y'all, man. We've been grinding this out for, man, I feel like four or five, four years now maybe, but
0: Numbers on the board. Who's
2: counting at this point? Who's counting?
0: Right, 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 definitely. You know, I'm, I'm almost glad this ain't the 200th episode, man, because, you know, we had so many big plans for our 200th episode. We was going to do, like, a little live, little situation from somewhere. It was going to be a real mm-hmm. good time. But considering everything that's went on this past week, I'm glad it ain't the, the 200th episode. I'm glad it's, like, just yeah. one.
2: nine. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah it's been you know we've been kind of selfishly starving for content wanting something to talk about so I' you know I've been struggling with just digging up ideas after 199 weeks of ideas you know what I'm saying right. like I, I feel like I kind of step back a little and let you shoot the shot but then because I, I feel like that's what you do like you're the professional interviewer so I'm like if can if anybody gonna hold us down because <laughs> I'd be sitting there trying to figure out things to talk about And i you know, anything that sparks my attention, I usually send to y'all like just just whether it's a you know a topic or just something funny, just trying to try to dig in the bag to find something to, to, to talk about. So unfortunately, this week we got some content to talk about and it's uh it's usually the unfortunate weeks that we have content here lately. That's how twenty twenty has been. So twenty
0: twenty awesome. man. I mean we can relive the whole situation with George Floyd. We can relive Karen in Central Park. But, I mean, we've been seeing the videos, man. We know where we at with it. We know we all pissed off about it. My question is, did y'all, like, did y'all watch the George Floyd murder? It video? took
2: me days. Go ahead, Dizzle.
1: Yeah, I, I did, man. And sometimes I wish I don't, but I, I feel like I need
2: to. How because... soon did you watch it right away? Like, as soon as you had the ability to watch it, you watched it?
1: Uh... Usually I see the videos before I know what the video is. So I didn't know I was about to watch a nigga get killed. Yeah. I didn't know um, I didn't know dude was going to have his knee on his neck for what? What is it? 8 minutes. Yeah, I literally right. was just scrolling and I saw some I saw a police officer, I saw the black man on the ground. Um so I didn't know what I was watching. Um scroll past it time goes on, I go to Twitter, I see an- another uh, hashtag. Um, injustice. Uh, not again. I keep seeing keep it. Seeing so I, I finally actually look into it, see the full video, go to Facebook. It's what everybody's talking about. But it's like I, every time another video surfaces, I battle whether I need to see it or is it just like at this point, are we getting desensitized to it? Mm-hmm. So, that's like, my
0: biggest. That's my biggest worry, man. You know, we shouldn't be like looking out here and people getting murdered in the streets. Like it's, uh, you know, what I'm saying uh, Alan Iverson crossover video.
2: Like right. we shouldn't
0: just be like looking at it like for entertainment or anything like that. I haven't watched it. I still haven't watched it. Uh, that's something I've been trying to make sure I do lately with these murders and killings and everything like i don't i don't think i need to see it to to know what's going on i saw the knee on the neck i read how long his knee was on this man's neck i don't need to see somebody else get murdered because you know what I'm saying, i think it does something to your spirit to yeah. watch somebody be murdered over and over and over and it's it's weird i mean just even, just even seeing a picture gives me chills man And it's like it's not cool and for me, I I just I, I haven't watched it so y'all can go ahead and break it down like how y'all how y'all finally watched it.
2: Yeah, so so with me, I am my like not to be too loosely funny at this point of the show, but my friends in another group chat they call me <laughs> Mister Killer, the Twitter shitter world star killer because they say. They say that all I do in the morning is wake up, go to the shitter, and be on Twitter and WorldStar and send it out 5 a.m. videos. To the <laughs> so, like, that's their little joke to me. So, like, but, like, that's literally how I, I just be on, you know, wake up, might go to the bathroom, I'm just scrolling through WorldStar, and I, I might read it, you know, you know, cop, you know, blah, 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 blah. But then I'm, like, hesitant to watch it because, like, for me, this is kind of a little personal, but it's, like, my, my mental health, like it's starting to get wear and tear when it comes to like experiencing these traumatic events for people. When I experienced a traumatic event going to Iraq, so like for me, yo it's keep
0: just, yo keep going. My mom calling me real quick. Keep going. I'll be right back.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> just just to consume, you know, that over and over and over, it just it just be like I don't want to watch them. So it takes me, you know, most of the day. Like I might read about it, but I right. never would click the video. <laughs> And then finally, you know, maybe that evening, the next day, I uh, ended up kind of not forcing myself to, but like it was it was getting so much steam that it was like I had to just see what was happening. So I kind of like skimmed through with the with the video as far as like I know I I could see the length of the video. I skimmed through and it's a lot of portion where I feel like I'm just watching the same frame. You know, I'm like, damn. So then I checked myself a little. Had to go back and kind of watch it. And I still haven't, like, I haven't watched the whole thing start to finish.
1: Like, it's bad, man.
2: Because what
1: will be killing me is like uh, just the cries. Like you can yeah. hear, you can literally hear him crying. I can't really? breathe. You, and you're watching this man die slowly. Like it's not said, like I can't, uh, I can't, can't breathe. A shock. I can't
2: breathe, officer. I, like he's he can watch it, the you watching the decline in the I can't breathe. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? And then. And then it's literally like a a uh, for me it was just like to see something like that on like it ain't the first time we done said damn somebody cut that on tape and we done seen that shit live yeah. but then it's like is it, it the response and then the 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 growth that happens over the next maybe 48, 72 hours you know you start learning oh there's other angles there's two more yeah. feet. You start learning that there's, uh, you know, other things that's growing the story, and and that's when I start digging deeper into like who, who and what and why and where and how type, you know, things for me. So that's how I kind of consume it. It takes me the week that it takes this story to grow is is by day four, day five I'm seeing then my wife completely out. Like when I get home and turn on CNN, she's furious because she's tired of consuming it as well. But like. The mental health for me of just watching this year after year, the older I get, I feel like I'm, I'm getting wear and tear on my mental health at home when I'm supposed to be recovering from my mental health in Iraq. You know what I'm saying? So I have to, like, slowly consume it because it'd be too much at once.
0: Yeah, I'm guilty of that, too, man. Like, granted, I haven't watched the video. I consume so much of it on the news and everything. I felt like I watched it. And that aspect of it, you can get deep into it. Like you can yeah. go from from the uh, Good Morning America them talking about it for an hour, then you go to CNN for them talking about an hour, then you go to your next news work, they talk about it for hours. So by then you five hours deep on this stuff and you fuming.
2: I went to Sports Center for relief, and the first time I was on Sports Center was George Floyd. I'm like,
0: right. Cause I he has it. a relationship with former NBA Hooper Stephen A. Jack- Stephen A. Jackson Stephen <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Jackson. I right. can't do. It. I can't help it, man. Anybody <laughs> named Stephen automatically get an A. Stephen A. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they automatic now.
2: If they, if they broadcast to Stephen it's Stephen A. Something. <laughs> <laughs> but, but nah. Yeah, so like, y'all
1: have seen y'all have seen the uh, cause? Like you said, more footage has been released. So you see the different angles. You see the yeah. lead up where they said that. Um, Floyd was resisting arrest when he really wasn't. Yeah. He was, you know, they had him sitting down on the corner at first, and then another yeah. set of footage comes up where you see them look like they jumping this man in the car, like they fucked right. him up in the back seat while Put another police Yeah. So, uh, what else? Something else come up where they say that the officer that killed him, they worked together for seventeen years. Yeah. So yeah. it's I mean, like
2: this shit is, this shit is so, personal. Yeah. With all you just said, Dizzle, I. I c- consumed the, I think it was MSNBC tweeted out a video of them interviewing someone that was either a part of that restaurant across the street that said that the George, Mr. George Floyd was a bouncer there. And, then you know, it sounded like some dating shit where when they would have so-and-so come or some bigger, you know, first Fridays, final Fridays, some bigger events, they would have police outside as, as well. To, to escort with the security of the club. So it sounded like during those 17 years or however many they think it was 17, that that police officer was booked many a nights as part of the bouncing crew of that restaurant to where they should have had a 17-year relationship. You know what I'm saying? And to to hear, I heard that first. And then right. I, started seeing, I started seeing angles of, you know, where they done they done had him up against the wall, put him in the car, did, did a 180, on the other side of the street, drove around, took him mm-hmm. out the car. Like, it was just a whole little little clip that I... It was like a little clip. I saw that. And then you start seeing different angles here lately of yeah. uh, where you can see the police officers, two at the feet. So, like, one thing I asked my wife this morning, and I, I wanted to definitely ask y'all, the only question that I really, really, really got that I really would want to ask somebody of power is, like, in a situation like this where it's two police officers at the leg, one at the neck, and one standing guard. And you only arrest one right now for uh, third-degree murder and manslaughter at the moment. And the other three are, are standby. If me, Dizzle, Kev, and whoever are out and one of y'all cap somebody, they ain't just arresting whoever capped somebody. We all got to go down for this cap. Yes, sir. So, so that's my biggest question is, like, why... Is that not like that should have been the first step? And I think some of this later that we're going to talk about in this pod wouldn't even we wouldn't even be down this road if that was if that was enforced like like it would be enforced on us.
0: Yeah, it needs
1: to.
2: Yeah, I mean they need
0: to hold people that are at offices like that and people that you know work for us. You know what I'm saying? Our tax dollars pay their salary and everything like that. Police officers need to be held to a higher standard than the regular citizen and the police force already fired them already so they're not union police officers anymore so they're regular citizens right now they committed a crime while on the job they they murdered a man and they're accomplices you know you 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 helped him kill him you watched him kill him so you're right they need to be arrested too and i mean stories coming out about the one guy that was watching like his sister is dude's wife she filed for divorce dude has had over uh 17 citations about uh violence on on duty only been reprimanded twice it's like crazy numbers and it's like the shit just not adding up you got the yeah the DA talking about uh, there's more evidence that we're looking at. Well, what the fuck type of evidence you need? Like, yeah. it don't look like he pulled a drive by on nobody. Don't look like he put a gun on a police officer from the video. Don't look like he raped nobody. So right. out of those aspects, that's the only way that you should be killing somebody. Like, and the call the call was
2: for the call was for a forgery in progress. A fake. We
0: talking, talking about a
2: twenty a twenty. Like, and I heard Envy say it one day this week where he was like, you know, in the work that I'm in and the money that I get, you know, I don't check the 20s and the 10s. You know what I'm saying? I I done came across many fake 20s, you know, along the way. Right. We all probably have. I know I have. Like, we've all came across or seen it, you know, at least. Money, money. And and for that to be the call and then X, Y, Z happen and that be the outcome. And then XYZ happened, and we here, where we at today, Sunday, May 31st, with what's going on in the last seven days. Like, a lot of this, what's going on, man, could have been avoided.
0: Absolutely. By, 100%. Bottom line. 100%. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, you hear people, you hear these idiots talk about, like, well, you shouldn't have broke the law. And, like, broke the law? A fake 20 is worth your life? Right mixtape cds with illegal music on them is worth somebody's life selling lucy cigarettes is worth somebody's life like like people got to stop with this whole they it broke the law so they got to pay like okay well, well technically you was doing 75 and a 70 so you should die too like come on man let's let's, right. let's not let's not be ridiculous here man we all know why this is happening and yeah. people just getting sick and tired of it man just plain Yo, and simple
2: that's where it's at, bro. It's 2020, this pandemic, this whole, like everything, like this is like the, the worst possible scenario to have number, what feels like 300. You know what I'm saying? What, what feels like over and over and over and over again, injustice on people that look like me and you. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and people have just reached a point, they done have been in the crib for 10 weeks, they yeah. already got the ride or die attitude, it seemed like 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 it's just been a lot of just and then it also just keep it funky, it's been a l it's been reported anyway, that it's been a lot of, you know, extreme left groups, you know, coming out here to mix in with the with the peacefulness and and turn up these cities. And I mean, I've seen some images this week of uh, cops getting jumped. I've seen some images this week's of uh oh. cops running running through a crowd, you know, and their vehicle just running over folk, getting up out of it like this. Police departments up in flames, man. It's, it's yeah,
0: where y'all Where y'all at with it? Where y'all at with the uh with the protests? First, where y'all at with the protests?
1: Um, I feel like this is shit this shit is only the tip of the iceberg, man. For the most part, I've I've joined in a few lives. I didn't do the uh Dayton protest yesterday or the Columbus.
0: You put out on a boat. I was out <laughs> I was out
1: getting some much needed peace, man. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I was jumping in a few lives and from what I've seen, everything was pretty peaceful. The reports I've been getting is um, you know, the officers are are Mason folks, Mason children. They're they're uh agitating the situation. You know, for the most part, from what I've seen, Dayton protest was was not like the uh Minneapolis ones where buildings are getting burned down uh stores are getting ransacked Target is Dunzo in Minneapolis um but I'm no, all, is I'm that all a for real it, bro real tweet
0: from uh Target was that? that a real tweet the one that said bring that shit back is that a real tweet <laughs> I,
1: saw know, I saw something I different i saw something different from the target from I'm Minneapolis <laughs> I think they said like um, you know the store can get rebuilt. Uh, you know people are angry for a reason. The store can get rebuilt, so um, you know Target get okay. the get the get the thumbs up from me if uh, that's
2: a real tweet. looks like a shit. real tweet. It's with to bring like that real, shit back? Yeah, I just Googled <laughs> it up and I'm pulling it up. But it Hell says uh, I fucks he- with Target for that. That's dope. <laughs> the, 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 the headline says Target says on Twitter, "Can y'all bring that shit back?" <laughs> That's Where are you at with the protest, Killer? Mm-hmm. Man, so I had to work yesterday. Um, it was kind of, so yeah, I'm glad, you, I'm glad I remember to tell y'all this. I had to work yesterday. I get off at three o'clock. Now, I read at work that they were starting a 12 o'clock protest at the federal building. I thought that was it. Boom, It went kind of peaceful. Had some, had uh, the normal people you see on the news out there giving their two cents. And that was going to be that. So 3 o'clock, I, um, I'm over in Kettering. So there's a liquor store over there. I like It's a little more peaceful than the ones on the west side. <laughs> so I go over there, grab my little bottle for Killer vibes, which I'm planning on doing tonight. It's a hey. little, just a little, a little short R&B set. But uh, went over there and grabbed something. Coming back home towards Clayton. I'm on 75 North. It's probably 3.30. I'm riding up past, in between Edwin C. Moses and U.S. 35. All of a sudden, all the lanes stop. It's a cop swerving in all the lanes, like slowing everybody down. Wow. Stops all the lanes and makes every single person on I-75 North take the 35 ramp. And you have to choose between 35 East or West. So they were stopping traffic from entering into downtown because they was, it must have been turning up, it must have been getting live, people getting down there, so that's what led me to think, oh shit, I better get home and see what's going on. So we we take the you know what uh, what's it called scenic route home <clears throat> and uh, get home. I, I get on Facebook and I'm starting to see where. People are kind of downtown. People are getting agitated. Um, police is kind of getting ready. They're putting on gas masks. Is the word of, the point I kind of checked in at. So I did see they shot off some tear gas. A few people got hit with some rubber bullets. It sounded like it was a person I was watching. Wasn't showing. It, they were kind of running and recording type shit. Yeah. So they kind of scattered off from there. I thought it kind of died down, but then I'm thinking. I heard they was doing one at seven o'clock. I was like, oh, that's that's gonna be the bad one. That's yeah, gonna be the yeah. bad one. So then the seven o'clock one come and I check in on that one and that one seemed a little bit more. We'll use the term hood nigga for the 199th episode of you can't make this up podcast. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Right? <laughs> I mean, it was cats on top of their car. It was cats I seen, you know, just on motorcycles. It looked like a, it looked like a borderline car show <clears> so at some point. You know, it was it was whips coming through. Yeah, they was turning around, but then the police started marching up the street and it was about to get kind of active. Um, I did see some pictures though of people getting hit with rubber. I saw some young lady look like she was young in her teen, like 18, 19, 20. Like she got hit with rubber bullet right in the center of her forehead and it like gushed her open and she had like a huge gash. I saw that. Um I, I saw people was like people that I know was out there, like somebody was told he had a bruise on his stomach where he got hit with one in the stomach. So they was out there popping them bullets, shooting off that extreme tear gas canisters and getting people up out of there. So, kind of watch that a little. Uh, but like, like I told y'all, like I have to like pause. I have to watch that and then go watch like like somebody twerk video ninety nine. Like take <laughs> take take my mind somewhere totally else just to remove it because it'd be too much at once.
0: So. Yeah, man. Uh, I was uh went for my uh, Saturday. Heavy workout outside, running up up and down hills, and then uh, I knew that the protests were going to start at noon. But uh, the green had opened, back open for business, and the mm-hmm. wife needed to make a stop at Sephora, of course. <laughs>
2: so,
0: and she in there getting her Sephora. Gotta, gotta on. get
2: fresh for the Zoom. You're <laughs> <laughs> right, right?
0: I guess. I mean, you no, know, they she actually going back to the office. They said on oh. a, a July 1st, so she got like right. another month at the crib. But uh so she's up in there, I'm just uh messing around on the phone and uh, I text Sharna and I'm like, yo, you at the protest? She like, Nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I was like, You my uh, you my eyes and ears to the street, I need you to go down there. <laughs> she hit me back, like, real, you need me to go down there. I was like, No, I'm joking. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm totally joking. <laughs> no, uh, so when uh everything that I was getting from uh, when they were doing the initial protest, everything was cool. Uh, Mayor Nan Whaley was out there. Uh, everything was cool. Uh, mm-hmm. So finally get home, shower up, have some lunch or whatever. Like, that's where the phase where I think you checked in, Kev, for where they're marching and they're trying, I guess, maybe they were trying to get on the 35 and block the highway or something like mm-hmm. that. That's when the tear gas started letting off. So I'm watching that. And, and I'm just getting more and more anxious, and then that's when they said, "Like, well, yes, yeah, another protest at seven o'clock tonight," and that's why I hit click. I turned the TV off. I was like, "Oh, right. it's going down tonight." And I, <laughs> so that's,
1: so that's let me what let me ask this though, man, because honestly, I don't get the um, the looting, the destruction of the city outside of Minneapolis. I get it in the in the whole state of uh, Minnesota. I get that, but like. I seen the shit in Atlanta, and it looked like a whole bunch of niggas fucking up a whole bunch of other niggas shit. So it's like, are we? What are we doing? We ask backwards with uh, with with some of these destructions of the city. I mean, like I said, I get Minneapolis, but Atlanta, L A, like, are, is it? Are we destroying stuff to send a message that the system needs to be changed? Like, what what are we what are we destroying this stuff for?
0: See, <laughs> I'm I, I, I'll admit this before I even say something. I'm a hypocrite about this whole shit because I'm with you. Me right now, as a person looking from the outside looking in, who who has been like harassed by the police. We everybody's been harassed by the police. Police, some police. Just do dickhead type shit we've all been there yeah. but from my perspective just like because it had, hasn't happened to a, a family member of mine like that I'm saying hey man I'm cool with the non-violent protest I'm not cool with the rioting let's march let's let our voices be heard let's cause a little ruckus let's, let's stop let's affect uh, these businesses by not spending our money let's get out there and vote I'm with all that 1000% all the time but in the same breath if I was to see that happen to my brother mm-hmm. and they put a microphone in my face after I watched my brother get murdered by the police, I'm telling everybody, everybody, burn your city to the fucking ground if that was to happen to my brother. So. Right. It, but. I just don't know, man, like like you said, there's a, in, a, in Atlanta, you know. They're tearing up places that they frequent, like and plus (laughs) Atlanta, like Atlanta's supposed to be like the black hub of excellence, right? Like it's supposed to be like the destination for all black people, and we help build the city, and which is absolutely true. But they're fucking up shit that not only is owned by black people, but where they go, and that was like one of my things about the protests in Dayton, like the the little bit of damage that got done to. Victoria Theater, in my head I'm thinking like, all right, y'all go ahead and fuck up the Oregon District y'all go ahead and fuck up Victoria Theater, y'all go ahead and fuck up the Schuster Center let's keep that same energy when y'all say ain't nothing to do in Dayton, well y'all destroyed Mm -hmm. it so I'm with you I understand where you're coming from with the, yo we can't destroy the city because this is where people work and this is where we live, why would we destroy that but in the same breath, if that would have happened to me, I would have been the one inciting the riot.
2: Yeah, yeah. And one thing that I've been really, really trying to pay attention to when I watch this shit, it ain't really been like even with Dayton, it was a lot of people that was getting rowdy. They wasn't black. Like they was. <laughs> they was, yeah. they was the white. allies was out. Yeah. <laughs> the they allies. Out was in yeah. We had we had our ponds going hard for us, cause you know <laughs> it felt like they felt like the people that was ready to just just to, burn, they like the more black people that I saw was being more peaceful. Hell they yeah, definitely had something to say. White was folks some, was on the was front some, lines. It was some fucking. <laughs> but yeah, it was also it was in the, the, building. the white <laughs> folks was out. I saw a lady running out of Target with a handful of lamps. I'm talking 300-pound lady, <laughs> three-fold lamps tucked under her titties, <laughs> like, like she's trying to decorate the whole living room, and it's like, come on, man. So, like, I really believe that it'd be people that that see a, a, a moment like this, and then a moment of opportunity, you know, they they really be, like, it, it really be, Yo, know, we could all go down there, they're going to be fucking you know, shit up. Over, we can turn left and, yeah, go go get us a belt I, real quick.
1: I know y'all seen the shorty that was in the wheelchair, like, trying oh, to be stabbing man. people,
2: bruh. She <laughs> got hurt.
1: Bruh, somebody extinguished her ass, bruh. <laughs> and that man, shit I saw, was I hilarious. Saw
2: her get hit with the extinguisher. She got hit with it.
1: Bruh. She,
2: like, it, like somebody threw the whole the whole fire extinguisher and hit her. Like, <laughs> and then they got footage of her just walking away, like, damn. <laughs> But the, the the see the footage I saw first was her explaining what happened to some like news crew after she was like eyes couldn't open her eyes she kind right. of talk like I'm trying to I lost my keys they took everything like <laughs> she got fucked up this out like so
1: yeah. I
2: saw that and I I saw a uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a dude man that was like he was trying to he was trying to get his point across. A white dude was trying to get his point across about something, and the what he was saying, the black dude wasn't even trying to hear it. Like it would, he dude just walked up, walked up like, "What'd you say?" And, uh! I mean, it's yeah. fucking. <laughs> so yeah. then I saw this one cop, one last one, the one cop that tried to come over to some crowd, and it was, it was forty on one. I mean, they had him. It was gut punching him haymakers. He was still trying to go at him at first, and then. Somebody else kind of came, pulled him out of it, and he kind of walked off. But he was in. I mean, he was getting drugged at one point. He was getting. He got flipped. Uh, he was getting beat Damn. up. He literally, he literally got jumped.
0: Shit
1: is crazy. So crazy. A, your down. brother,
0: your, your brother lives in Atlanta, right?
1: Yes, he does.
0: He got some belts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's, no bags. Been, he's been staying low key. He he ain't been out. He has been out. He staying in the studio. That's where he works. He's a black business owner in Atlanta so he just been just been chilling. Making sure his them. business felt solid. It's been yeah. a lot of
2: that. It's been a lot of that black business owners done got their little crews together and like we going to go post up at the spot and make sure our shit straight. So Yeah. I've been like, uh, that a lot.
0: Down in Cincinnati, I saw that the uh, the they t-shirt on the spot. Highway. Yeah, that shit is crazy, man. I don't even know, man. And then you got 45 out here. Reckless tweeting, as usual, just talking about when the riot starts, the guns come out or the shooting the starts start, or whatever.
2: The looting starts, the shooting starts.
0: Yeah, man. And uh, I remember uh, my uncle telling me about that quote from uh, back in the day. And I was like, where have I heard that before? Like, I've heard that yeah. before. But then I didn't think nothing of it. But as I continue to watch the news, they brought it up and about the, uh, the mayor in Miami basically saying that when it was a rise going on in Miami back in the days. And it's just like, like you would, when you say things like that, you incite more violence. You incite the people to do more. So you're talking to a, a group of people, like you said, Kev, who've been basically in the house for two months, who basically lost their jobs or been furloughed, mm-hmm. you know, waiting on their uh, stimulus check for months. Unemployment. And, and unemployment angry about this latest situation so you got all this built-up aggression and then you incite them by saying things like that so i'm just like this guy just doesn't stop and then he's like more concerned about his beef with twitter than what's going on with covid 19 and what's going on with this situation with mr floyd like it's just
2: he is off the hook it it, it sounds like too like it sounds like things are just bubbling everywhere. Like the pot is just bubbling; it's starting to boil. Because I know I saw Columbus videos, I saw Cleveland mm-hmm. videos. You know, I've seen a lot of cities is, is, is dealing with. Like they ain't even reporting the amount of people that's dealing with it. They can't keep up. Right. You know, they they just did the big cities like L. A. Getting getting crazy. Vegas was going in last night. I saw them Atlanta. Um, New York, you know, just all everywhere, everywhere.
1: Like I said, I think it's just the tip of the iceberg, man. Because soon, when when that uh, when the case actually what, is, it going to trial or whatever. Once they yeah. release the verdict, if it ain't what we uh, feel is acceptable, is really about to go. Hey, let that nigga get off. See what happened, bro. This shit is gonna be
0: wild. It's, it's gonna happened, be I bad business. It's gonna be bad business, and I mean, go we get can your ramen.
2: Head. Go get your dramas. Right. We can go
0: ahead and talk about it now. I mean, the fact of the matter is a lot of this stuff could have been avoided. Yeah, there had been protests. Yeah, there'd probably been some disruption, but it wouldn't have been on this level if they would have just did the right thing by, after those officers were fired, arrest them right on the spot. All of them. Yeah. Just just arrest them. But you're prolonging this for some reason, and y'all making this harder than it has to be. Just do the right thing. Do the yeah. right thing, but for some reason they refuse to do that, and we all know what that reason is. And I just don't get get why it gotta be so damn hard just to do the right thing and arrest those all of the officers involved in this situation. Like, and another thing about it, once they do, niggas is gonna sing on that nigga. Niggas is gonna flip the script on them. They ain't gonna. Yeah. They ain't gonna hold. I don't, I, at least I don't think. I don't think though they gonna hold tight together. Because they ain't officers no more. Their union's not going to defend them anymore. They're going to have to get independent uh, attorneys for the situation. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's, just, it's just a mile hole of shit.
2: And one thing that, I, that I've been really been paying attention to as well is with this whole live, with this whole everybody got the power to post you know, life-changing shit at the drop of a dime. We actually watch the shit backwards because we watch the shit, we all form an opinion. And then once facts come out, that either calm us down or send us in rage or give yeah. us more anger. So like when, once you start actually seeing that there's other angles after watching a man be on somebody's knee that you know's in handcuffs for eight plus minutes, you know, and then you start seeing, oh man, it was cause I was for my first thought is dude on my neck, you're gonna see my feet at least trying to wiggle. I'm trying to yeah. wiggle out that, out there you know what I'm saying. So then I'm wondering why it, it was just like he was just stuck. So then you start thinking, how would he be stuck? Oh, he got a thousand pounds on his back. He got two hundred and seventy pound cops, you know, <laughs> all around him, all on him, and and just I don't know. It was just that's the part where you start. That's where the rage and the in the and the, the it boils into what we dealing with because we've all seen the video. We all be like, man, there's no way in hell that they shouldn't all be arrested for murder, third degree murder. What, you know? And then, you know that whole that whole feeling of they if that was if that was me or you or anybody you know, you know you know damn well all of us going down for murder, all of us in isolation right now, all of us mm-hmm. you know what I'm like like it would be the max. They would do the max they could do, and like when they don't do that because of this so-called shield that ain't being justice for all. You know, Pledge of Allegiance was some bullshit. It's how I make you feel, you know what I'm saying? So
0: Definitely feeling like that, man. Hi, y'all. So, what now? What do we do? What can we do? What now? What do we do now? What's the steps we can take for it? Because, you know, we've been marching since the Civil Rights era with, you know what I'm saying, Dr. King, and people... You know, the, the part about it that really burns me up, man, is when I see people posting quotes from Dr. King. Hey, man, you know what? They didn't like Dr. King either. He yeah. was not he was nonviolent and they still killed his ass. Right. And
1: right.
0: Then you have uh, Malcolm X, who was basically nonviolent towards the end of his life. They killed him, too. So the nonviolent motherfuckers get killed. We cause a ruckus, we get killed. What y'all want us to do? What what what's what's next? What can we do? Is there anything we can do or we just got to fucking deal with it?
1: Right. I feel like it should is not on the it's not on us to to change and to stop racism. The shit is some white people, just be blatantly honest with it. I feel like as black people, we got to continue to support black that way, you know there's we, we got to empower each other. So keep supporting black. If you have white friends, hold them motherfuckers accountable and make sure that they not a no fuck shit. You got to you got to have those uncomfortable conversations with them. And if they're not with that, then they're not for you. If they're not trying yeah. to talk about this shit, if they claim they're your friend and don't want to talk about this shit, they
2: don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. I've been seeing, man, just in my in my circle. I've been seeing epic, epic military friends, black and white, going on these epic "fuck you" rants because they done not went that far, because two alpha male with very opinionated statements, then you look down at this seventy four comments, but it's just them two, <laughs> <laughs> like, like Light each other, up. going at it, like it's been crazy. So it's like my wife, man, she. She had like a powerful moment within the family where we was all together because my, my uh, girls had a hair appointment yesterday. Everybody got fresh fucking. <laughs> so going for it, going for it. So uh, we was all out riding home, picking me up, and uh, just talking to them about you know we live in we, live, we keep it funky. My kids go to North Myrtle City schools, man. Like like that's a that is not the hood, and and to make sure that my kids understand the importance of. Uh, the ER, you know, coming from anyone, you know what I'm saying? That, <laughs> like, 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 that is not something that we tolerate. That is not something that, you know, is acceptable that you should tolerate, especially coming from any of your white friends. And you better check them on site. They ain't your friends if they, you know what I'm saying? Just that whole what a 12 and 11-year-old need to hear right now because they got so many questions, man. I, I, I can't imagine being a 12, 11-year-old and dealing with a pandemic and a racism war you know, like like how yeah. like how would the questions that they have. So we just try to make sure that this ain't no this ain't no get out when they come in. Like if y'all come in, y'all got a question, what's up? Let's talk about it. So trying to expose them to it because this going this is their world. You know what I'm saying? This is what they stepping into in the next six to eight years. So here we go.
0: Yeah, buckle up, man. Uh, Transition into a little bit. More just laughy, laughy, funny, funny, shit. Dizzle.
1: You was on a boat, yeah. you was on a yeah. boat. Man. Hold on, bro, because I, I, I sent out the uh, yo, we could brewing, and y'all ain't saying a word. Damn right, <laughs> y'all, I like y'all can't like swim. Text. What you mean, you need life jackets, I, yeah? I, so I, I sent out the invite, you know what I'm saying. Y'all ain't like it, it. Y'all ain't respond. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Y'all wasn't with it. It was a perfect day to go. You know what I'm saying? It was. Like, it
0: was mad nice. It was mad nice. I just disliked it, by the way.
2: I, <laughs> I, I, I knew I had a busy Saturday. I had I had work. <laughs> Whatever, you know, know what I'm saying? I, I, I wasn't. I was at work from nine to three. There was no way I was gonna find job mid rock skip. So <laughs> right. there was <laughs> there, there was no way. That well, was, that was
1: just the first of the season, you know what I'm saying? We will be cabruing more and more. I'm
2: definitely going to come because I can swim, so I ain't
1: tripping. <laughs> I can swim fine. So I'm and it, it was be perfect because the water was high. I like it when the water is high. Whenever the water is low, there's definitely areas of the river where you got to just get up, pick up your boat, and walk it over the rocks and shit. Uh, when the water is high, from beginning to end, we're just we're rowing, we're flowing. There's certain spots where the water's still, so we can just sit back, chill,
2: drink some, get some, eat some snacks. And then, there's one uh, thing I there's one thing I must purchase though before I come, and that is oh. I, had, I gotta have like the one piece swimsuit thing. I, I I can't be around bugs and shit. I gotta be locked in from the get. <laughs> put, put some put some clothes on underneath that. Probably even long sleeve and sweats. I'll get there Hell, like no. some long shorts.
1: It's gonna maybe, be maybe some, bro. You gonna be in
2: the middle of the sun. What you mean? I I'll, I'll get wet if I'm if I'm hot. <laughs> like I can't stand the bugs, bro. That's the military in me. Think about it. We wear long sleeve jackets and pants no matter what the season. I'll That's be good. I'll be all good. All
0: right, I got I got questions. I got questions about Kabruin, bro. All right, so y'all leave from Tip City, right? Yep. Y'all flow the river downward, right?
1: I guess so. They take a bus though. They we, okay. we we get to the spot with the canoes and where everybody parks and they pay, and then we all hop on a bus. They drive us five miles. I'm guessing upstream. Okay,
0: got it, got it.
1: Got and then we it. ride back down to where we began.
0: Okay, okay, that was my question. I'm like, yo, y'all end up also y'all Tip City. Leave Tip City. And, yeah, y'all leave Tip City and end up in Huber. Like, how y'all get back to your car? <laughs>
1: Nah, I, yeah. Nah. Yeah, we, uh, okay. we, they take a they they shuttle us down there and then we ride in the boat back to where we started.
2: Oh okay. this this all happens in that Tip City area. Like y'all don't come. Like the ones I see down on Riverside, they breaking the law. What you mean? <laughs> like like where like how do you get down to the to the west side? Like where's the west side wrong? <laughs> There's
1: definitely some people that just hop in the water on their own. You know, they don't go through the company. They just find okay, an okay. opening with their boat. Yeah. I don't know what they own.
2: You know what I mean? I don't know how they get back so or what. My mom lives in my mom lives in Union. So if you can imagine, imagine the backside of the Englewood Dam is a skip, and a jump from my mom's neighborhood. So to cut around the airport to get to like the airport access road kind of go over to Stillwater. So yeah. I'll be seeing, there's certain roads back there, because I'll cut around sometimes and go that way, where you're going over to Stillwater, and it's cars, it's drive-downs where they can put they they their little boats or whatever, the canoes, they can get in the water, and they be parked all alongside that area, and they'd be gone. But my thought is right there, they going towards the Inglewood Dam. And all I can think about is, like, one of them, <laughs> that one clip, it's a clip where it's a dude in the boat and you can't see the other dude, and he like, we, getting he like, nah, we <laughs> get getting close to the edge. He's like, no, we ain't. close to the edge. No, we ain't. And, they, you know, it's like white water rapids going yeah. on. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, that's all I would think about is, like, being that close to the angle with them. So I personally would want to get away from the angle with That's why I was saying, is there, like, the whole Riverside, you know, that's a whole river of some sort that I don't know the name of, but.
1: Yeah, now nah, we we uh-huh. solid.
2: It, it's solid. Like mm-hmm. I said,
1: I I can't swim all that well, so I don't be on no whitewater rafting type shit right here. Like it's it's right. some chill waters waters. Uh, take a, we do the five mile trip, so that take us about three four hours, and that's with stopping in between, chilling, drinking, and mm-hmm. eating, just chilling, skipping rocks, just doing random shit.
2: Yeah, I'll, I watched most of your story video. It sounded like y'all had some, you know, some nature hikes and y'all was. End up on a golf course. It looked like at one point. I, I think or... yeah, I
1: think that was a golf course. Niggas was like, yo, is there some a- <laughs> alien activity over here? No, that, it that, we was that, in the middle I of the laughing. woods.
2: I was <laughs> it was definitely I really a know. golf course.
1: It was in the middle of the woods, and then we look, and this is perfectly groomed circle. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yo, 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 is that some poop? I'm like, yo, this got to be like a burial ground or something. So I was, just
2: <laughs> fucking, <laughs> with I was just fucking with him like, yo. That was man. definitely a tee box. Okay.
1: <laughs> Good. Uh, gracious. Was, yeah, I, I gotta sweater. get out there, bro, because the shit is shit is dope. You know, bring the wifey, bring the kids. Wife's definitely know. not going.
0: <laughs> wife's definitely
1: not. She's
2: definitely
0: Why? That that's definitely not her speed. Definitely you,
2: not. Do you, do you know this? Would you go, I know this. Would you go canoeing, Shayla? In still in the still water? Did you
0: go for brewing?
2: <laughs> <Caboom>.
0: <laughs> Fuck no.
1: <laughs> 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 okay. It's, a, it's my good, wife. Just bro. Said,
2: she just said. I don't know. Have they ever been? If they've never been,
1: bro, it's a different experience. It's peaceful as hell. Killer, you can get out there, do your thing. I know you're going to (laughs) come with a nice sack. Listen,
2: how many times do you do this?
1: (laughs) Honestly, this last time was probably the best. You know, no bugs. Like I fucking hate bugs, too. I don't like camping because I don't like getting mosquito bites. I hate walking into a family of gnats in my yeah, face. Yeah. Like that should be the worst. This last yeah. time, I didn't have no problems. Okay. We be having bug spray, sunscreen. We, be, we 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 ready.
2: Because as, as a child growing up in Trotwood, I grew up literally my backyard and in my and most of the houses in my neighborhood. Literally, the backyard was Wolf Creek. So you mm. would have, have grass and then water. So there were certain houses that hella buggy. They knew. <laughs> they, they knew the hell yeah. They knew the kids was playing. So we, those were the houses you were allowed to cut through, and nobody would come outside and chew your head off. So we had cut throughs to get through the yard to go to the creek, and we we play guns and guns and war yeah. all damn day. But you'll be in the creek walking, you see the tadpoles and like as a kid you don't care. But the older I get, it's like I don't want to see no 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 uncomfortable shit. Like I don't want to. I don't want to go, and then somebody's pet alligator doesn't happen to come out this week. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they not dumped it. You even see
0: that on the news, did you? It was an alligator yeah. in
2: the river. Maybe dumped in what river? The river?
0: In the, in river the Great you Miami just River. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alligators? Yeah, alligator, bro. I've seen I seen your article. I didn't even know they, they used to be
1: here. What do you? So uh, I thought that was nah, a these, important thing.
2: No, these, these is house pets that got too big for the cage, and they just got thrown in the river.
1: That's fucking wild.
2: Yeah
0: Housewives. man, yeah. Be careful, bro. Uh, I'll keep mine short about this week. I ain't do shit.
1: <laughs>
0: I, I, shit. Uh, we are in the middle. Of, well, we are. What, we season two, season two of uh, Queen of the South.
2: Powering hey. through that. Oh, so, season two, Queen of the South. Kev. Yeah, we watching that. Um,
0: <laughs> other than that, that is it, killer. So uh, I see you.
2: You kind of groomed over there. Yeah man, you know so. No hat with, on. Yeah. <laughs> it started with the uh, sister in law. She went and got her hair done, and then next, thing, so lately here, so we have a little family calendar. Keep up with everything. Dental appointments. People trying to figure out, trying to get things situated. So, of course, there's been buzzes of cancellations because we've had all this stuff scheduled. So next thing you know, I'm getting phone alerts. Kids' hair appointment wife hair appointment. I'm like, oh, shit. Then I started doing the math, wife birthday. That's about all you can do right now is get your hair done. Get your own. She ain't trying to go nowhere. She had no desire to go nowhere. So then I know the kids, my daughters, they have been asking for a relaxer. So this is their first relaxer. Oh! The wife done got fresh. I'm like, man, hell no. Me and nephew walking around looking like <laughs> crazy. So I had called the barber. I was like, I need the I need to, I need a to top top of the day, first, first appointment, me and Neff. He was like, I got you. I get there, somebody in the chair. a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. So So we we sit in the car though. And uh once ones I like I kind of you know, you can walk in, see where they at, like, oh he's gonna be 10, 15, years. Everybody know your barber. You yeah. you, know, you know, how how long they take. So we chilled out, ate our McDonald's breakfast. And uh, went in went in after dude left and it was just us so it was perfect you know right when Neff was getting done like he was literally getting the last little bit people walked in so they was somebody was waiting for the beautician side and there was a dude waiting for a cut so we had about literally two minutes of exposure with two other people. Uh, hopefully did they do the uh,
1: did they <laughs> do the uh what's the shit the the big ass helmet?
2: Now, lined up, yeah. Now, they just had on like so. It was just him there because the other barber wasn't even there yet for the other client that walked in when when I when I was leaving. But he had on his mask, and then uh, but me and him are cool. So I think he kind of see that's the thing that that's that's the part. You know, we talking, chopping it and like. <laughs> eh. They got to right. say it's two-piece. Hell
1: nah. And
2: then, but but he, he ain't saying this two-piece over my nose. Or he ain't saying this. two-piece. He ain't two piece. spit like, on
1: you on accident? He <laughs> <Like,
2: laughs> got in my eye. <laughs> Anytime we have, like, so their stations are, are, are a little big enough to where if he was to lean back on the sink, and if I was to be facing the mirror, like the sink that he's leaning on, that's probably four feet, five feet. Like, if they got a bigger. So he has to take a couple steps forward. He has wireless clippers. So, he needs to take a few steps every time he goes back to his station. Like like a step or two. Like a step and a half, two steps. So, we, we go cheap. We go cheap. cheap. <laughs> That's Feeling home. good. I ain't tripping. I did see all that pollen flying in the air yesterday, though. That's my only fear. I'm going to start sneezing this week, thinking I got something. So Right. <laughs> a
0: lot of problems right. in the air this week. All right, fellas. All right, give me one thing you've learned about the wife during this whole lockdown where y'all been together probably more than you've ever been together y'all entire relationship.
1: This what you're me. I I can go. I was looking making just
2: ain't
1: (laughs) around. But nah, I don't think uh we be on the same shit for real. I feel like we've been practicing quarantining you know our whole relationship. We don't be going nowhere. (laughs) We do every now when we go out we definitely turn up but for the majority of the time we are in the house. So yeah, we've been chilling. Nothing new. Give it a little okay. bit more. Yeah.
2: My answer a little different. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have learned about my wife, and she is sitting I can tap her shoulder. She is that close to me. What I have learned about my wife is that, especially with the knee injury. So when this whole when this whole shit jumped off. You know, I was essential out here slinging this fruit for these people that need to get this fruit. So <laughs> I was out there, you know, edible arrangement it up. I was off about two weeks. I took off, but basically, yeah, two two weeks is a little bit of change. And what the first thing I noticed, man, is my wife has became the ultimate like planner slash time management person. To like right. her life has to go to this planner like she got this like the scrapbook planners society that she belongs to and like they all like have powwows and, and send stickers through the mail and like these planners are like but it's like planning out your weeks your day organizing your she's she's getting bombarded with work with her graphic design business created by monica created by mo go check it out uh she does a lot of graphic work for publishing companies and just just busy she's been she's been she held her brother down when his right knee didn't work. You know, she, she, but I learned, man, if I want to get in where I fit in, in that schedule, I got to sacrifice some of these sleeps. Damn. So, <laughs> so some of my needs and wants might have to come when the planner ain't got nothing in it. Cause
1: Damn, she, so she got to fit you in. Bro, it, it,
2: so schedule. Like, you know, she know I will be at work. I come home, you know, the evening about to wind down. Thinking, hey, about to you know, let's cuddle up, let's watch something. She like we about to have one more, and then I'm about to get busy. I see, yeah, I'm working till two a.m. tonight. What? <laughs> I'll be, be sleep after Jeopardy most night. Nine fifteen. Hell no. Nah. Like this ain't gonna work out. So it's been some, it's been some wake ups. It's been some early mornings, but you know we survived. Got
0: to. For me, the thing I learned most about the wife during this shutdown is she worked a lot. <laughs> so, More like, than you? She has been working harder than you? Uh, definitely. Work, well, during the lockdown, work, working way harder than me. Like, when well, she works way <laughs> harder than me. <clears> Hell <throat> yeah, yeah! I mean, you know, you got to do that. <laughs> you no, know, like, you know, for the job at the station, like we have peaks and valleys. So, like, all right. So not this year, but 4th of July. That's like normally, like, all right, I got to work from 7 in the morning to like midnight. You know, those are isolated incidents. But for her, she basically starts working at like 8 in the morning. That's what time she would normally get to the office when everything was cool. So I'm here at the house, you know, doing updates on the website, taking a little break. To cut the grass doing random shit around the house to keep myself occupied because i like don't have too much to do then i go into the station do the show on the am station i come home she still be working
1: <laughs> and
0: then like we'll watch a show she'll take a break watch the show and then all right i gotta finish this so the amount of work that she does like i knew she worked a lot before but like yeah. seeing it every single day about in how
1: comparison much- to yours, yeah. <laughs> like
0: like, it, like I thought I worked hard, but like I don't do shit. <laughs> like in comparison, and, to what she do, and what she does is way more important than you know what I do.
2: So and I was but, gonna say she has just as much, from what I understand, she has just as much as equal isolated events where she might have a seven a.m. to eleven p.m. day where she out there doing a function or doing something. Yeah. That's- that's uh, all there. so
0: <laughs> she matching
2: you on the, on on the oh, random, sure, incident.
0: like, and it's just like, yo, like, you know, you get to that point, like, sometimes you'd be like, all right, let's, uh, do this, but she still got work to do, and then yeah. I'm so lazy, like, at 930, i I'll be like, all right, I'm ready for bed, And but she'd be wide awake, so it's like, yo,
2: can I just say before we cut this off? That that eleven thirty p.m. scream that you did at her the other day that you sent me, bro, had me in tears. But she was like she was doing something on the laptop, just like making noise, like y'all just over there losing y'all mind, like ah. Hey man, we talked
0: That's about va- we talked about vacations uh, yesterday, and uh, we got the ultimate vacation plan. It's called the backyard. The backyard yeah. is about to be jumping this year.
2: Oh yeah,
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's going down. So okay. going to the backyard. Barbecue is like, <laughs> like three days a like week. Do a little
2: slab in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Basically. Mike will give yeah. me a slip and slide. Right. So, I don't know. going to have to entertain ourselves somehow, dog. All
1: right. Yeah. But look, I got something that's, that wasn't on the docket, bro. Because but- I know y'all saw the article. The NBA is coming motherfucking back. It ain't official, yeah. but. You know the date July thirty first. I'm excited. Say that one more time. July thirty first. Say that one more time. 31st. One more time. One more time. So, <laughs> you know, what I mean? July thirty first is going down, bro. I'm with it. That's my birthday, my thing man. Is, that's my birthday. Really? That's a, see, yeah, that's, that's a it. good ass day. So that's I'm absurd. thinking, bruh, They going straight to the playoffs. They might have yeah. a play in game. They might, but that means they're going to have to decide the MVP yeah. from yeah. the games that have been played. Who is y'all MVP? Uh, LeBron gonna get another one. Giannis getting his second one. That's pretty much his two man race.
0: Hey, I'm gonna keep it funky. I don't even remember the season. <laughs> I
1: don't
0: even remember
2: that's what a, happened. That's, that's why season, I didn't rush to answer. I had the a season ended. To
1: about. Oh, we know when it ended. I'm Shout saying. Out Rudy. It ended with LeBron <laughs> knocking down Giannis, knocking down the Clippers, and, you know, in a nice little fashion. LeBron ain't was a, on top when it ended. It an all-season award, though, uh, not just the last
0: thing that happened?
1: Uh, it's a season of perception. That's how the season is
0: divided, you know? That, really is, you that, feel is like, good, that is a very good point.
1: And for, for LeBron to knock down the two top teams, the two other formidable MVP candidates, in back-to-back fashion, then the season goes on hiatus. That's our, you know, what have you done for me lately, LeBron? Yeah.
2: So hey, I just had to pull up. I had to pull I up the the standings, bro. Milwaukee, fifty-three and twelve, and LA, forty-nine and fourteen. Both one seeds in the East and West.
0: I'm with it. I'm cool. I'm cool with whomever. I'm cool with either.
2: Bron- I'm gonna say Brian. I'm gonna say Brian. Just because cool of, pa- <laughs> 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 of the bar. the barbershop talk must continue.
1: I'm just excited, man. I need some basketball in my life. I feel like definitely. 2020 is definitely the um, most eventful oh, year of my life. It's I'm just been nonstop accurate. since January. We need something to just take our minds off of reality. Honestly, man, that's why I went on this Cabru trip. We already had it planned, but it was definitely necessary. Um, I definitely encourage everybody listening, y'all, too, to do something that just makes sure y'all mentally healthy at this time because shit has been that's non. Fun. We have been nonstop going through something since this year. And who knows whatever y'all been going through last year. But I know this year has been crazy. So we got to make sure we... we I up.
0: mean, shoot, last year too. I mean, from last year, I, t- I said this on the air. Um, on Friday, I was just talking about just basically that week. You know, basically reliving the tornadoes. Everything that happened yeah. with George Floyd. And then, you know, heading into the weekend. We don't, we, we don't know what's going to happen going into the weekend. And then we saw what happened this weekend. So, I mean, if you think back to last year, we had the tornadoes, we had the Oregon situation. So, like, yeah, this, this is ongoing. It's like, you know, that's why, I like, you know, I try to make sure do stuff like work out every day, uh, take a walk, just, like, get out the house. Because, I mean, like, nobody wants to be in the house all day. Like, I know that, yeah. oh, man, the, the state is opening back up. Don't believe the hype, man. It's over a hundred thousand people that died because of coronavirus. So that shit's still out there. Like we're not yeah. thinking about it right now because we thinking about these riots and protests and more murders of black people. But yeah. yo, COVID's still out there waiting for, to get our ass. So, yeah. so like, for,
2: for somebody it's crazy. too that's like 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 yourself that's been out in it uh, enough, like you've been at least in the traffic. Like I, you know, the traffic in March and April was lovely. Crossing crossing these suburbs in Dayton, getting from point A to point B. Yeah. Like now, when I see it now, it makes me want to wear the mask. Like I was, I was like mm-hmm. a little loose with it, and because it felt light, people. It didn't feel like I was gonna interact with a bunch of people, and I and I could ensure myself six foot of clearance from anybody. Like it wasn't it wasn't jumping. Now, if I had to go to the store, I feel like I'm walking into the epicenter of the ground zero. <laughs> like. So, like, that's when I'm to wear the mask the most, you know. So, making sure we doing that, making sure I'm washing my hands. You know, I wash my hands a lot because I, I am a pick- picker, as y'all can see. I touch my face all the time. So, I wash my hands a lot more than ever. I, I done bought, My wife done bought me some hand creams because my hands be looking like I didn't play rice rice all day. Niggas <laughs> like, being ashy. Man, it's been bad. Hey, man, I don't trust
0: you if your hands ain't ashy at this point, dog. <laughs> and, that's the, right. and that's the thing about it, man. We can't get complacent with it. We can't start to think like, all right, man, this whole situation is over and start getting back to normal, quote unquote, normal. And then, boom, we get another influx. And because we're not taking the necessary precautions, everything like that. So I, I want everybody to continue to be safe. Like, I'm not going no where, man. Like, yeah. all I'm doing is going for a walk. So maybe I might go for a bike ride. My mom got me paranoid about going for bike rides and everything like that. It's like you know that thing that stuff can float in the air. I'm like, damn, huh? (laughs) Like (laughs) that's like like my go-to activity is riding my bike. So she got me kind of paranoid on that, but I'm I'm probably gonna get out there. I gotta get on my bike, man. I got to. So yeah, yeah, you're right, man. We all gotta do something just to kind of feel some type of normal, man. Uh, Maybe.
1: Maybe,
2: maybe.
1: Go ahead, and get that cabru, bro. Go ahead, maybe. get your cabru shoes. Don't break. Don't wear your Jordans. Wear something Definitely. that you don't give a fuck about. You know, if you got some sandals, go ahead, kill it. I know you got the slides. <laughs> oh yeah, you go. Convince wife
2: to come <laughs> out, man. It's a good time. Shout, to, shout to SpaceX Dragon spacecraft for successfully docking with the International Space Station. Hey, they made safe, it. Safe, they made it
0: safely. Safe, 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 safe. safe. Well, there it is, fellas. Another edition of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash.
2: DJ Killer Kev.
1: Uh, Manager White. (laughs) We out. Peace.